guys, welcome to episode 11. Today's a little bit different, we got Matt Barnsley on from The Render Garage. They specialise in CGI digital automotive visualisations and renders. They, uh, they design 2D and 3D designs and in my opinion they're the best in the game. Um, if you jump onto The Render Garage on Instagram or any of their feeds, um, you'll soon find out that the work that Matt does is um, second to none. It's 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 amazing. So yeah, we got Matt on for a chat. He talks us through a few of his projects, um, the way to go about getting a rendering done, and I had a great time. Um, thanks, Matt, for coming on. So um, hope you enjoy the show. Um, yeah, we've got something a little bit different today. We've got Matt Barnsley from the Render Garage. Um, why don't you introduce yourself, Matt? Hey, thanks for um, thanks for having me on. Um, yeah, so I'm the Render Garage. I create like three uh, D renders of project cars uh, for people and um, and businesses. Um, yeah, I've been doing it for a couple of years now, and yeah, where, where should we start? So, what's your official title? You're a graphics designer. Um, yeah, so I, graphic design's my background, so, um, I went to uni and studied, um, studied graphic design, so that's, that's, that's my background, and then I've kind of got into the, the 3D, the 3D renders, um, more recently over the last couple of years. Yeah, so you've obviously got a passion for the automotive side of things? Yeah, I've, um, I've been into cars since I was, um, since I was a kid, really, um, through high school and stuff. Um, I was thinking about it uh, earlier today, how much I loved um, like going to the motor shows as a kid, um, seeing all the concept cars, and um, mainly from Holden. I've, I've always been a big Holden fan. Um, collecting all the posters and stuff that I used to hand out there. I used to have them plastered all over my wall as a kid. Um, same with all the like, street, machine, street machine magazines and posters and stuff. Um, yeah, so ever since I was young, I've always been into into cars and modified cars and just always like wanted to get around it and be a part of it. Yep. Um it's probably what got me into graphic design as well. Getting all those posters and stuff, I was like, oh that'd be I just loved loved how they looked and wanted to learn how to do it myself and kind of make my own posters and graphics and all sort of stuff and you know, get paid for it. Um yeah, it was probably in high school where I was kind of thinking, just like that, maybe that could be what I do. That could some, somehow I'll make a job out of it later. But I love cars. I love designing stuff, mucking around with Photoshop and photography, and um, yeah, that's that's, that's how I got into it when I was younger. <laughs> so you've started as the the Render Garage. Is that you on your own, or you've got a team of guys, or? Yeah, so the Render Garage. Um, it's just me. I've got a few like subcontractors that I use um, to help me with 3D modeling because there's a there's lots of different skills involved um, to create the 3D renders. There's the rendering, and then there's the creating the, the 3D data to create the renders. Um, so instead of trying to multi-skill and learn absolutely everything, um, it's easier to subcontract certain, certain things out because other people other people are always going to be better at something than you are so um, I focus my energy on making the, making the renders look as realistic as possible that's, that's my that's my kind of skill I'd say 
yeah, if you haven't seen Matt's work, jump onto the Render Garage. Like, it's the the best three D concepts I've ever seen. You do, yeah, your your work's amazing, man. Ah, so um, are you are you doing Australia wide or worldwide? Yeah, so I do. Most of my jobs are uh, from Australia, um, but as my kind of social media channels are growing, I'm definitely picking up work from um, from all over the world. Um, the US uh, definitely is um, is the the custom cars and, and all that that I'm, I'm getting work through. Um, Europe and the UK, um, even Middle East and Thailand. I've Was one, I think there was the wonders of the internet. <laughs> yeah, there was a post the other day. I think I tagged um, someone was looking for a render artist, I think they were from the UK. And I, yes. I, I tagged your post on there, and then they were like blown away, like, well, but yeah, yeah. So we've had a chat with them, and um, hopefully, we've got something in the works help, helping them out. Oh, awesome! So, talk us through the process. Is that is it do you start with a hand drawing, or like I, I'm I'm a terrible drawer. <laughs> I reckon my I reckon my four year old daughter could draw a car better than I can. Um, so, but yeah, so the the, the process of um, bringing the render to life, um, the hardest bit is getting the three D data of the car, um, particularly Australian cars. Um, there are some there are some places where you can buy three D models from. Um, but a lot of it is based in Europe and America, so it's pretty easy to get uh, some of the American stuff or the European stuff. Um, but to try and get the Australian models is very difficult. So um, I've normally got to model it up from scratch, um, or use bits and pieces from various cars. Um, but so that's why that's why some of the guys that I've um, found that can help me build the model from scratch um, is really important. They can, we can essentially create a 3D model using photos, blueprints, kind of merge everything together, and then they can create something that looks looks real. It, it tricks most people. Yeah, they definitely look realistic. How yeah, many? It's, it's, how many would you say you've you've designed so far? Oh, it's hard to say. It'd be well over a hundred. Um, I've been doing it since. So I've been doing it full time now for about 12 months, but I've kind of been um, working on it. It started as a bit of a side project about um, 2018. I kind of I started just to see see what would, see where it could go. Um, more so, it was a bit of fun, and then work started to come in. Um, so it was only 12 months ago that I quit my, my old full-time job, and, and I've gone a bit um, full steam ahead now. And, and the last 12 months, there's probably been Renders that I've been, I've been doing for people. And have you seen any of those come to life yet? Um, some the recent ones, not so much. But there's been a few that I did in the early days um, that did come to life, um, or has come to life that I, a, a few people may have seen. Um, the Project Monaro that um, Holden did a couple of years ago, um, that they did up and, and and gave away as a as a um, competition car. That was really cool to watch, watch come to life. Um, I got to work with some of the Holden designers um, on that one, uh, Peter Hughes and Jeff Haggerty, um, which was really cool to 
kind of go behind the scenes with them and understand how how they kind of work. Um, and then they helped me kind of bring it together and, and then I created all the renders that um, Holden used on their posters and all their marketing collateral and uh, all the videos and stuff that came out. So that was a really cool one to see go from like render into reality. Um, it's a kind of a weird feeling because seeing it in 3D, you um, you know what it looks like and you can understand or you, it looks real. Uh, but then you actually see it in real life. It's you go, oh, that looks exactly the way my renders look, and you kind of, it kind of surprises you. But then you go, oh, I should I should know this old like that because that's why I did the 3D render. I kind of had the same thing with um with my Tarana recently when I I, um, I did some renders a bit, and then I've done a full a full wrap on it, and it doesn't come into life. Like, oh, it was such a weird feeling seeing seeing it in real life, but knowing that that's exactly how it's going to look. So the the Tirana on your page is that your personal vehicle, is it? Yeah, so I've had that. I've had the Tirana since I was um sixteen. Got my first car that I that I did up, um, cruising around on my P plate. Uh, I've learned how to just do it all myself. Um, painted it myself. My parents carport. Um, yeah, just basically learned a bit of everything. Um, so yeah, I've had that. Haven't had that car forever, and I recently. Um, rebuilt it all but just turn it into a promo car for the um for the business i've given it a full a full car wrap um it looks like yeah if people want to have a have a look it's uh, it's on my um it's on my social media channels and i've done a video that um talks about the whole the whole process of um where it came from and then the plans for it and then watching the wrap um the wrap come together but it's a, a wrap of um Peter Brock's 1979 Marlboro race car, um, but I kind of made it look like a like a barn find. So it's all got like fake patina on it, and it looks all rustic and old. And the um, the Marlboro decals, I've kind of like made them look like they were peeled off, and then I've slapped Render Garage logos in their place. And then yeah, everything, all the all the original logos are all like cracked and faded. It looks it looks really cool. It um it came to life um perfectly. Um yeah. So that's As up. I was saying, the the renders that you do it, you go, oh, it's gonna look that's gonna look really cool when it comes to life and then you actually start seeing it come to life in front of you and you go, Wow, it actually it looks exactly like I envisaged it to look. <laughs> um that's a, it's a it's a strange feeling because you, you you knew it was gonna look like that, but when you actually start seeing it in front of you it's it's really it's really rewarding. Yeah, no, it does look very good. Um, so a wrap's another option. You're, you're not just doing renders for shops and customers. That, well, they are customers, but you can a wrap is obviously another service you offer rather than... Yeah, definitely. Yeah. So um, even like promotional cars, um, I've done a few of those um, just for, just for anyone. And now you've built your local, the local Sparky that wants to wrap the van. Um, that's another thing I find just designing it in 3D. Um, on the car, being able to spin around and, and make sure all the graphics work like around corners. Um, in my early days working as a graphic designer, when we did a car wrap, we just designed it in 2D, so we do the sides, we do the back, we do the front, and then just kind of hope that it all worked. But you kind of looked at it and went, yeah, that should wrap around. But working in 3D, you can spin the car around, you can pick up body lines 
absolutely perfectly and wrap them around the car and you can get that perspective of, of how it all flows together. Um, so I, find, I actually find it so much easier to design a wrap in 3D now by being able to spin the car around and, and try it all out. So you know, it also helps with the scale of things sometimes. Um, just being able to zoom in and around in 3D just Yeah. Um, so, have you got any? Obviously, your vehicle would be one of them. But any iconic renderings? Yeah. Um, the Project Monaro was a really, a really big one. Um, and, uh, I also did some stamps for Holden. So last last year with Australia Post, we I did five renders that ended up going on on stamps. Um, so like five iconic Holden models. You must be a massive Holden fan. <laughs> yeah, as I was saying before about the motor shows and stuff, I hold. I just lived and breathed um, Holden. Um, growing up as a kid, and my my first main graphic design job, I got. Um, I actually worked with Holden, so uh, I got a job at um, a, a design agency that Holden was their number one client. So. Started out as a graphic designer, just doing your normal, normal you know, graphic design job, laying out pages and little posters and stuff. Um, but then got right into the um, the Holden stuff. We looked after all the like after sales marketing, um, and yeah, that that job uh, kind of evolved from there. I turned into the um, I was account manager, and then I was general manager at the design agency for a while so I got to do some some really cool stuff working with Holden um, and like bringing some some of the, like some of the really cool stuff I did there was the special edition cars that came out late VF so like the Craig Lounge edition Commodore and the VF Sandman um, the, the Motorsport Magnum director cars um, Kind of, some of my, I did. I used to do Photoshop rendering, and so I did some really early Photoshop renders of that stuff to get get those projects off the ground and actually actually happening. Um, which is kind of probably what started the the idea of creating renders to like to help people with their own car projects. Um, so yeah, I got to do some really cool stuff with Holden and the whole design team. Got to go through the factory in Adelaide, see how the cars get made, bang around at Lang Lang. Um, so yeah, as a as a big Holden fan, then being able to do some of that stuff with Holden was was next level. It was really cool. That's really cool. Uh, a good friend of mine works for Darren at Pro Show. You've done a uh, yes. H H K is it? Yes, yeah, the black H T. H T. You've done yeah. and a VG Valiant. Yes. Yeah. So that, and we've done a couple of Toronto's as well. Yeah, those are yeah. So I'm obviously a little bit invested in those. I get to sit down and talk with um, the boys from Pro Show and and see those builds come to life. That's pretty cool. Yeah, they are very cool. I can't wait to 
see those, those cars complete. Right? Some of them probably aren't far off now. Yeah, the, the Valiant wouldn't be far off, I'd say. That'll be going into yeah. Prima very shortly. Yes. So how how accurate can you get the the renders, like, say, colour matches and, and can you do candies and things like that? Yeah, so we can... Um, so colour matches, it's kind of... It's, it's a bit of a dark art. Um, it's kind of like... It's kind of like a photo. So you know how someone can take a photo of a colour and one person takes a photo of it and it looks this way and someone else takes a photo of it and it looks completely different. The renders are kind of similar because um, you can you can tweak lighting, you can tweak everything. So you can kind of make the colour look... It's accurate, but it's, um, it's only accurate in the environment that it's sitting in, um, which is good because I can... Particularly, um, some customers that aren't 100% sure on um, on the color, and if they're 100, like if they if they love it or not, I can I can actually render it in a studio environment. I can render it sitting on a beach. I can render it sitting in a car park. You know, they can kind of see how the color reacts in all those different locations with different lighting effects and different reflections. Um, it's just a matter of understanding how the colour works and the, the lighting works to match something that you've then hopefully got right to actually match it to the car. So it's you all, it's all just visual, it's all just um, if you do a say you do a, a render, a design and, and you pull it from one back like a nighttime drop down to a daytime drop, it'll actually alter the colour? Yeah, so you have a um, in a three D environment that you can drop it in, you can essentially change the environment. It's crazy. Technology's insane. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, and like candies and stuff. So it's almost the way you kind of create the color on the on the computer is it's kind of similar to the way of uh, paint works. So you kind of pick a base color, you pick what the, the metal flake colors are, what colors the metal flake can reflect, how big it is, um, how much there is. So there's lots of little like parameters you can play with to to try and get that paintwork as accurate as possible. Um, so I've worked with some shops and, I'll, and they'll go, here's, a, here's an actual paint swatch and that's by far the best for me to match because I've got it in front of me and I can kind of like work it all out. Um, but then other times it'll just be someone goes, oh, I want, I want this colour, this is the name of the, this is the name of the colour, here's one photo, here's one photo of it, um, do your best to match it. So Have you had customers that you've done the design in a certain colour and then they've turned around and they've hated it and they've wanted to change the colour? Yeah, 
No, I haven't had. Oh, I've had it when the, with the renders where it's come out and they've gone, oh god, I was really hoping that was going to look better than that, but it just doesn't suit. It just doesn't suit the car. Like they might have seen the color on a on a modern um, Commodore or a new Audi or something, and then they put it onto an old an old school car, and just the paint just doesn't work on, on older panels. Like it just doesn't reflect the light the same way. Um, it doesn't have the, the the light and dark contrast that. Um, it does on a newer car that's pretty scalloped. Um, so yeah, I've, I've saved a few people. I hopefully saved them money. Yeah. Like they, they were so close to painting it, and they went, "You know what? I'm going to change my mind. I'm going to try a couple of different options." I think that's a that's a great option for people that um, before they decide which color they're going to choose, then they can actually see it live on a vehicle and see if it's actually going to look good or not. Yeah, and same with wheels. Um, Mixing in the wheel combo with the with the paint color and everything, a lot lots of people will come and they go, oh, I want to try two or three different paint colors, two or three different wheels, and then we mix and match and fine tune it down to their final combo. And then someone went, oh, geez, I was I was almost going to put money down on those first wheels, and I'm glad I didn't because I just don't like it. It just doesn't have the look I was going for. Yeah, yeah, that's very cool. So take us through the process, say. A shop owner or a customer that how does the whole process work they'll they'll approach you with a of what the, the vehicle that they want rendered yep so they'll um first step they'll reach out and just give me a quick rundown of, of what they're after um and as i was saying before every every project's different i don't have 3d data for everything so it's more so just fine-tuning exactly what they're after um you know what wheels they're after what there's any custom body mods like reverse cow scoops or um, rear spoilers or sometimes they want to trial a couple of different things so basically get the whole brief for the project around what they want um, and then I can work out a price of how much work's involved and I'll go back and the quote and how can we proceed we'll um, basically list out everything we need to know all the all the finer details um, when you start thinking about it there's so many different variables on a car, you know, what colours the door handle's going to be, um, the grill surrounds, the grill inners, the headlights, there's just so many different options, particularly older cars, which you can, you can modify. Um, you can, on a render, you can, it's so easy for us to trial. Um, it's even little things, some people go, oh, I'm not sure if I want to go body coloured door handles or black or chrome, and we just trial it all. Um, once we work out exactly what they want, then I've got a list, and I'll create, set up the renders. Um, where that's the time consuming bit, getting everything to match, match what they want. Like I normally get wheels modelled. Um, sometimes the parts on the car are going to get modelled. That's if I've already got the model of the car, um, which I've been building up over the last couple of years. So I've got a pretty big library now um, that I keep building new ones. I've just finished a, like a Mazda R100 coupe um, that I'm working on the last few months. So I'll just get that model done. And I'm just gradually building up, particularly the Aussie stuff. Um, so it makes the job a little bit easier and a bit cheaper for people in the future as well. Um, they don't have to model something from scratch. Um, so yeah, I've got that huge library, sorry, the model library um, sitting there to draw on. So yeah, to pull, pull everything together. Um, once I've kind of got it set up in their initial um, 
what they want. Um, I do a whole, a couple of different angles for them, and I'll shoot through some some previews of you know, the initial renders. Um, and normally at this stage, we bounce back and forth a little bit to fine tune things. You know, get the ride height exactly the way they want it. Um, get rid of the ideas that they don't like anymore. You know, oh, I'm glad I'm, I'm glad I saw that because I don't like the black grill or the black bumpers or whatever whatever they wanted to see. Um, yeah, back and forth a bit, try a few different things, and then and then finalise the the final renders for them. Um, the final renders take like a couple of hours to spit out because I do them at I do them at a pretty big resolution. Um, most guys like to print them off with like an A1 poster and back them up, hang up in the workshop or you know, have it at the car builders, you know, have it sitting behind the car. So I render it out in really high resolution. So do you, can you do interior, can you do doors open, boot open, things like that? Yeah, so um, interiors and stuff you definitely can do. Um, they're a bit more complicated because they're probably a lot more custom. Um, but you can definitely do them. Um, a lot of the time an exterior render that kind of teases the interior colour um, is enough for, for, the, for the job that I've been doing recently. That, that kind of works. You know, they go, oh, I want to. I want to see what the red trim might look like with gold paint or something. Um, but we can definitely go into more detail. We've done a couple of full interior renders where we've actually custom custom modeled the seats and dash. Um, but yeah, they're a lot they're a lot more in depth and a lot more work involved in that. Um, engine bays is another one that you can do. So um, sometimes it's just to see um, how an engine like an LSA or something. It's more so just to get that full like, concept behind what the, the finished car is going to be. Um, but then sometimes we might muck around with um, uh, colour combos and stuff with the engine, um, rocket cover colours, you know, all that sort of stuff, just to see, see how it all ties in together and how it works. And you can do, say, like custom fabrication. You said you do reverse cowls. Shared it on our page a job for a guy in the States, um, of a Chevelle, and we did all custom, basically a custom engine uh, engine bay plates and stuff, which is just a really neat looking engine bay. Um, custom um, spoilers, reverse cows. Um, we, we did one a while ago that we shared on our page. There's, there's lots of jobs that we've done that I can't talk about because they're getting released at like upcoming Motor X's and some of that. So, um, I've got to think of the ones that I've already shared because I can talk about those. Um, he did a Celica uh, a while back where we did custom everything. So we did custom uh, front spoiler, splitter, rear panel with custom LED lights, um, custom flares. That was a really that was a really fun project. Um, so yeah, we can we can do anything. With, that's the beauty of like working in, in CGI. We can do anything. The budget's there and people are willing to pay for it. Yeah. Have you been doing, have you done any drift cars or speedway cars or anything like that? Uh, I did a, done a speedway, I did a, um, I've done a couple, I haven't done a drift car, not that I can think of, off my head. Um, I've done, doing lots of Mazdas uh, and rotaries and stuff at the moment, which is, which has actually been really, really good. As, as I was saying before, I'm a massive Holden guy, 
really introduced me to a whole all different fields of um, cars that I never really um, educated myself on before. So when someone comes to me and says, oh, I'm doing up an R100 um, or um, any, any any of those cars, I've got to normally look, look it up. I don't, I don't even know what car they're talking about. I've got to have a quick, quick look and go, oh, it's, oh, it's that car. That's what, that's what that, that's called. And I've got to fully school myself on it before I can go back to it um, with how I, how I tackle it. So it's, it's actually been really fun learning all these different cars from all over the world um, and, yeah, un- understanding what's out there. There's, there's, some re- there's some really different cars out there. That, uh, and a lot of the guys that want to get the renders done just about different cars because they can't find a photo of anyone that's ever done it someone up before, so they come to me and say, can we help us visualise it and see what it looks like. Yeah, we do a lot of vintage stuff. I think it would be pretty cool to see, like, an, yeah. old, an old Rolls Royce or something. It'd be, and you could slam it on wires or something and make it look good, too. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Customise all the, the, the custom sheet metal, and um, it's really crazy what you can do. Do you play around with that, or does it take too much time to set up? Yeah, that's, that's a lot of time to muck around with that. Sometimes I'll quickly, I've got an idea, um, I can quickly Photoshop a concept before it, it's faster to quickly Photoshop an idea or loosely sketch an idea um, to the, to um, before you actually spend the time and get, get it right in 3D. Sometimes you can do it in 3D and it looks completely wrong. You kind of need to be able to sketch it, half sketch it out first before you go into 3D and create it. Yeah. Well, for me anyway, I'm sure there's people out there that can just bang it out in 3D straight away. But um, that's the way I like to work. So I can quickly Photoshop it up, but mentally see if it'll work um, before spending the time and getting the 3D data right. Yeah. Yeah. It's obviously a time-consuming process. Yeah, it definitely is. Definitely. But it's rewarding in the end. Yeah. Oh, well, like it's... It's been very cool uh, chatting to you, Matt. Um, you're in Melbourne, but obviously anyone looking to get rendering done, you can do it no matter where you are. Yeah. Yep, definitely. Any, any, anywhere you are. Um, the internet makes things very easy. Um, talking through social media or over the phone, Skype, Zoom calls, people all over the world. Um, that's the other good thing. We can share our screen so we can have a... Um, have a chat on Zoom or something, share our screen and, and show people the, the renders in front of them and talk, talk through it in real time as I spin it around and go, this is what I'm thinking do here and tweak that. So, um, yeah, the internet uh, is a game changer, really, with this sort of stuff. Yeah, 100%. So how uh, do you want to let everyone know where they can find you? Yeah, probably the best way is my social media channels. So, like, I'm on Instagram, um, at the Render Garage. Um, same on Facebook, uh, on my website, just therendergarage.com.au. Um, also, I've got a trade stand at MotorX coming up in a couple of months, so if you get to MotorX, just come up and say good day. My Toronto will be there as well, so come check that out. Um, yeah. Oh, it's been awesome. Thanks for coming on, Matt. No worries. Thanks, thanks for having me. Awesome, dude. We'll uh, catch All you right. later, eh? Cheers, mate. See ya.